0: guys. We're back with another brand new episode today. Aaron and Matt back together. Rocketeers in the launch pad again. Thanks to everybody who listened to our return episode. That was really fun. It's a fun little chill chat. We're doing another one of those today. Man, I have a baby and I moved. I don't know what I was thinking to do that in the same month, but you know, there's a lot going on, so bear with us. We're, we're still going to have some fun, though. There'll be some laughs, some yucks. I think it'll be all right. But follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at LaunchpadPod, and our website, LaunchpadPod.com. We're about to get into the holiday season, guys. Let's kick it off, the brand new episode of the Launchpad Podcast.
1: Ignition sequence start. Six, five,
0: four, three, two, one, zero. All engines we have a All right. Welcome to Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. What's up, buddy? How you doing? How's Thanksgiving, man? Yeah, Thanksgiving yeah. for me was
1: pretty good. It was pretty quiet. Amanda did like a ton of cooking and didn't really need me to do much except the cleanup, which wasn't terrible because we only had me, Amanda, Kent, uh, and our one of our one of our friends came over. So it was just three humans and a I guess a quarter of a human you know so it was like yeah, pretty low Kent did not like Thanksgiving he's I think he's getting another tooth which is like a surprise because we didn't know that there were more coming and he was just you like you
0: thought he only had one in the head no he's got a
1: bunch but he's like it looks pretty filled in there I mean I'm no tooth doctor but it looks like he's got enough I mean and he just started this thing where he doesn't eat so if you're not eating oh my god this is turning into a baby podcast <laughs> <laughs> I remember when these guys used to talk about dick yeah, pictures. this I'm is really sick say that there's not enough dildo billboards anymore. It's too much about babies. <laughs> but yeah, he was not eating Thanksgiving food. And I was like, dude, this is like the best food of the fucking year. And I also know that you eat turkey. I know that you eat potatoes. I know that you eat corn. I know that you eat stuffing. I know that you eat these things. Why are you not eating them now? And he was like, no. Also,
0: you're not allowed to eat. So garage with you. <laughs> I I agree that Thanksgiving food is awesome. But Do you like turkey? Are you a turkey fan? I don't dream I mean, I dream of
1: it for Thanksgiving, maybe for Christmas, but like I don't sit around and be like, ooh, you know, be good. Like every once in a while, I'll be like, oh damn, I want pizza tonight, or like, oh damn, yeah. I want Buffalo Wild Wings tonight. Yeah, I never think that about turkey. I'm never like, oh yeah, I want turkey tonight. But like, it's good of the
0: birds. I think it's the driest, <laughs> biggest of. Yeah, the birds. I
1: think it's. Pro- I think you're probably right there, but it doesn't bother me because I don't like. I never just bite a turkey. Like there's usually like mashed potatoes or gravy or like some other. Oh shit yeah, there too. So
0: no, I never. Up. I it's true. I do. I do mix and mash with my Thanksgiving. We ordered. From the Curious Pig, which is a local restaurant that we really like. The you know, very small place. They just opened they just opened a new branch um in town. But they, they do a, a homemade Thanksgiving feast that you can order. It's not too expensive. And we ordered it, but it's made for like 10 people. So we got like nice. trays and trays and trays. But man, they smoked that turkey on a big green egg. That was delicious. I have stuffing with sausage in it pimento mac and cheese so it's like pub cheese mac and cheese it's oh uh, yeah i'm still dreaming about that so like of everything, the turkey was just like, Yeah, okay, I guess I need a protein in here with all these fucking carbs, but you know, whatever. It is what it is. It was good. Really good.
1: And there's just you two and the baby?
0: Yeah, just us two. And I've been eating nothing but Thanksgiving leftovers for a week. So <laughs> yeah. that's what's gonna be happening. And that's
1: like that's the how you do it though, I think.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna make some enchiladas, but we might run out of turkey, man. I've been eating the shit out of it. So
1: good. That shit is too dry.
0: Yeah, the lamest of the birds. <laughs> the,
1: the driest and the biggest is what you said. It's the giant <laughs> and the biggest of all the birds.
0: <laughs> Fucking turkeys. They're like, let's make these birds really big. And the turkeys are like, are you going to make us moist and juicy inside too? And it's like, N- no, we just want you really big.
1: Who, who are the turkeys talking to? God? The
0: farmers who are making them big and not juicy.
1: You juicing. think the farmers are responsible for the dryness?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, uh, Actually, I, I, no, I'm I never assuming... thought of it,
1: but now I, I realize I don't know how turkeys work. <laughs> I don't know how turkeys
0: are raised. <laughs> I'm sure it's humane and not a horror show that I wouldn't want to see. Gobble, gobble, gobble. So what have you been up to, man? You been watching anything? You got anything going uh, on? Yeah.
1: Do you, you know, I know that you watched something that I was dying to watch. I actually just had a little movie night last night with a couple friends came over to the backyard, just three people. So it was me and three people. And I had Blood Rage. On the table, oh, it's yes. not cranberry sauce, which I was dying to watch.
0: I love that movie. We watched it too. I have
1: that. I had Thanks Killing, and I had Blood <laughs> Freak, which are all turkey-related killer movies and and Thanksgiving yeah. killer movies. And that's what I wanted to watch. But I also opened it up to other stuff, like The Invitation, which I just got on Blu-ray, which I love. And I thought, like, still kind of fits the theme of Thanksgiving, where everybody's sitting around a table, and that's a really- the
0: invitation. That's that like slow burn, yeah. but cra- crazy Super like suspense. paranoia so, movie. Yeah,
1: I love that movie. Love I it. Tried to get Amanda yeah. to watch with it, uh, watch watch it with me all week, which she's not really interested. But I was, I wanted to watch that. You know, I love me some horror, uh, some holiday horror movies. So I haven't watched any Thanksgiving ones yet. So we're recording this on Sunday. So tonight's shitty movie. So I'm sure we'll watch. Well, I'm going to try to convince people to watch something, whether it's Blood Rage, uh, Thanksgiving, or Blood Freak. But this group wasn't really interested.
0: What'd you guys end up watching? Yeah, what'd they watch?
1: One person there was from Shitty Movie Sunday. And she was like, to the other two, have you guys ever seen Tammy and the T-Rex? And they were like, no, what's that? And about four words into the explanation, they were like, I want to watch that. And these are like normies who don't really like they're not my shitty movie sunday crew and they're not people that I normally talk to about shitty movie sundays. They were fucking wet I mean as you can imagine, wetting their pants. And that movie, guys, if you haven't if you don't know what Tammy and the T-Rex is, you need to listen to... We, we we reviewed it, right? Did we do a whole episode about it? Or was it just a... We've one
0: never movie released movie? it. It's in the bank. Man. Oh! Maybe we need to drop that
1: soon. Guys, Tammy and the T-Rex is a movie about Denise Richards. And she's in love with Paul Walker. And they're in high school, okay? And they're in love. The bullies kill him in an amazing way. And his brain ends up in an animatronic T Rex, not a T Rex, a robot animatronic T Rex, like from a theme park. That's what it is in the actual movie. They they comment on that, but it also can then like walk around somehow, and it has to convince Denise Richards that it was really her boyfriend inside. Sometimes it feels and sounds like a kids' movie. Sometimes he's literally squishing people's head, and blood is shooting out, biting heads off. It is fantastic. The writing. Terrible. The acting, terrible. The director, terrible. terrible. But it is a shitstorm that is just the right amount. It's perfect. And last night must have been the fifth time or sixth time I've seen it in the last two years. Mwah! French, French kiss of the fingers and moving the kiss ki- fingers away from the mouth. It is great. It is so fucking funny.
0: It is. It's classic. I. I. This is definitely one. We'll. We'll. I'll dig this out of the bank and we'll drop it soon. But it is so good. It's so terribly good. It's it's terrible, but it's great. <laughs> it's so I'm surprised funny. you couldn't get them on Blood Rage. Blood Rage is one of my favorite Thanksgiving horror movies. It is so bad but so good. It's I mean, everyone in it tries their hardest, but that one's about two twin brothers. One of them's evil and one of them's good, and the good one witnesses his evil twin brother murder somebody at a drive-in when they're like 10. Kids, yeah. Yeah. And the bad twin frames the good twin for the murder and he gets sent away to an insane asylum. I don't know why he doesn't go to jail, but I guess because he's a 10 year old, what are you going to do? Could slip right through the bars. And then like years later, these are college age kids now and it's Thanksgiving and the crazy brother escapes from the insane mental institution and tries to head home and the evil twin finds out that his brother's on his way and he's like, happy Thanksgiving, everybody starts just killing the shit out of people. The gore's pretty good. It's pretty funny. The acting's terrible, but super cheesy. But the kills are pretty solid for what they are. For a low budget movie, they're not bad. People are getting cut in half, stabbed with machetes and forks. And he keeps saying, That's not cranberry sauce, hacking people to pieces. It's got a great end. I really like how poignant the end is. I think it's kind of fucked up and crazy. Uh, but, oh man, Blood Rage is one of my favorite go-to Thanksgiving movies. See, I haven't seen it
1: in so long. I mean, I saw, it's one of those, like, I looked up Thanksgiving horror one year. I think it was, like, three or four years ago and yeah. saw that. And I was like, well, I need to buy that. And I, the funny thing is I bought it years ago. We watched it for shitty movie and loved it. I don't remember a lot of the details, but I remember loving the movie. Love and <laughs> I looked at it the other day. Because I said my friends were coming over last night, so I wanted to see if I had it. I knew I had it on Blu-ray, but I didn't know if the Blu-ray came with a DVD. So I looked it up. And when I looked it up, I was like, it does come with with the Blu-ray and the DVD, but oh shit, there's like a super expensive, super rare three disc slipcase edition. And I started looking into that and I was like, oh shit, it's like $80. And I was like, and I'm thinking I already have it. So I held off. I went outside and I went outside and looked in the garage. I already have the three disc edition. <laughs> I didn't realize. It was stupid. So Good like, I for didn't buy anything yet, yeah, but at least I was like, okay. Like I don't know why I even thought that I wouldn't have known that because you know me, I usually try to buy whatever the best edition is that I could get. So yep. literally, I found that when I looked, but I didn't remember that. So I was like, oh, happy boy, lucky you. Me, Past you was back. looking
0: out for future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it when time travel works out. Uh, yeah, I love that movie so much. We got Kevin, Kevin loves that movie. Kevin got Meg to watch it for the first time this year and she's like, it was funny, but it was bad. I was like, yeah, but good bad, right? And she's like, it was pretty bad. I was like, ah, no, no, no. You'll come around to it. We'll make you watch it enough times. See, we loved it.
1: It was one of those that like a lot of us really liked. I remember a couple Mm -hmm. specific jokes, um, but not a lot about the movie. The thing I remember the most is on one of those discs that I have, there was I think they called it um it, it, they didn't call it gag gag oh, they called it outtakes I think and some DVDs outtakes is just shots they didn't use and what these, the, <laughs> like, you know what I mean it's not it's not a gag reel it uh, often yeah. is synonymous with a gag reel but this one was not it this one had <laughs> this one had outtakes that were not sound synced so there was no sound it was just things happening. And literally, most of them were people walking. So it was like a woman pulls up in her car. She walks up into the hospital. Then a couple minutes later, she walks out. And it was like two shots of that. And they were
0: long shots. So so that hospital scene is hysterical because it's obvious that what they filmed was unusable. So they just kind of create a montage scene and somebody does a voiceover. The doctor's like, doctor's note. Right. Thanksgiving Day. And like she's telling what the scene, I guess, was supposed to convey, but like you're like, there was a scene you obviously yeah, it like, filmed. Yeah, you, you it, thought
1: but, you were doing something
0: that day on set, right? But but like w- no other point in the movie is there a voiceover at all, <laughs> ever. The doctor isn't part of the movie. Imagine really. that she-
1: boring long shot or scene with no dialogue at all. So we <laughs> were watching this, waiting for like outtakes or someone to fall or something, and nothing happened. And one of my friends said, this would be really funny sped up with Benny Hill music. So I pressed fast forward on the remote while someone on their phone pulled up Benny Hill music. It was hysterical. (laughs) It was so funny. And like they weren't doing anything funny. They were just walking around. But with the music, we were dying. We watched that shit for like seven minutes.
0: So you know what that song's called, right? The Benny Hill music? I don't. Yakety sacks by Boots Randolph. Nice. So Yakety fucking sacks is a prank in our house where if you have a Bluetooth speaker mm. and you're connected to that Bluetooth speaker, chances are you're also unknowingly connected to your wife's phone or her iPad or some other piece of equipment in the house. Okay. So you'll be in the shower jamming out to, I don't know, KISS, Detroit Rock City. I'm like, and all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> and I can't. I can't stop it because she has control of the speaker all of a sudden and happens all the time. I'll be napping on the couch. <laughs>
1: I like it. I like the idea of that.
0: It's so not funny, except if you're the person doing it then it's hysterical. <laughs> I was going to say,
1: I feel like I feel like that would happen once in my house before there was a rule about it not happening.
0: Oh, there have been times that I've started arguments because I'm be like, I'm going upstairs to take a shower. Kate's like, OK. I'm taking a speaker with me. Okay, don't play yakety sax <laughs> I, I wasn't going to. No, I'm serious. I just want to sit in the shower and listen to some music, and I don't want to hear yakety sax Like, I'm upset already. I don't want yakety sax so Come on, Promise it'll me. make me angry. Promise me. Promise me you will not play y- Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Love it
0: hysterical man
1: do you want to tell some more like you 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 gave us the summary of blood rage is there is there other stuff like any other cool scenes or cool bit like you mentioned that there are some good kills so
0: one of my favorite things is this this woman i don't want to give away the characters but there's this woman you see her and she's like oh my god evil twin she realizes that she the this person figures out that the evil twin is killing and the crazy twin is trying to stop him Mm. And she sees him coming and he runs at her and it cuts out and you're like, oh, we're not going to see that kill. Like it's early enough in the movie. You haven't seen that many kills yet. Mm-hmm. So like you're like, oh, or did you get censored? It cuts to the scene and then all of a sudden cuts back to the woman and she's cut in half. Her torso's lying on the ground, blood spraying out and the camera pulls back and her legs are separated from her body kicking in the air and blood spurting out her torso and it's like completely bisected and bisected and the camera pulls back through her I was like that is incredible and and, and it's full of great like gore mom- moments where it delivers on what you see and it's it's pretty intense the whole movie the level of gore
1: it's fun when you find a movie like that that like is low budge but but fulfills that you know what I mean like like yeah. um intruder the one that the the, cro- the grocery store killer that we talked yes. about recently, it's great when you watch a movie like that, that really has way more gore. I mean, it doesn't have to be gore specifically, but usually that's the one that they hit. But like the movie is not great. The acting is not great. The direction is not great. The locations are not great, but they deliver on like name it. They deliver on one thing, you know what I mean? Whatever it yeah. is. And I think in, a lot of times this happens in horror and a lot of time it's the gore or the kills um i think that's that's really fun when that happens right for us as the audience we're like
0: damn this is way really fun hot. that's the stuff you jump up for you're like yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. they show it and it immediately makes blood rage almost better than some of the friday the 13th movies where the kills were just neutered yeah yeah it's like you watch a a movie like friday the 13th part seven let's say cool looking oh my god he looks so cool Oh my God, like what a cool location. And then they can't deliver on the kills. So it's like, it's almost disappointing. Mm. And for a movie that has my favorite looking Jason Voorhees when he comes out of the lake with all his bones showing and stuff, and you have this awesome potential and then they can't show anything a movie like blood rage has payoff and they're like no nah, we're not going to have a cool costume the location is literally some apartment complex in Florida like that's all there <laughs> is the acting is barely passable but passable enough to make you laugh I mean if it's going to be bad at least I'm cracking up about it like their delivery of all their lines is great the mom in it is a hot wine drunk mess in that yes. movie oh is yeah 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 that's so the drunk. That I said I remember a yeah. couple
1: of funny things that's one of the funny things that I
0: remember she is so drunk the entire movie. The twins, I, like I, bu- I bought that they that they were twins. I actually had to look it up and be like, is this the same actor? Because they're doing a good job making me believe that they're different, and it's like different enough, but they're also kind of bad at acting, so <laughs> it makes you think that they're actually two different people. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I love Blood Rage. Man, I I can't say enough. Like you should just. Go well, now I'm like like excited to, to go watch thing. it again because, yeah.
1: like I said, I've seen it before. I've seen it twice, I think, but not in a year or so. So I'm excited to go back and rewatch it.
0: And you mentioned Thanks Killing and Blood Freak. I we you and I watch Thanks Killing together. Not super memorable to me. It's it's kind of one of those like lowest common denominator gross out schlockfest trauma things, right? Yeah, it's it's like it's it's what you'd be worried carousel
1: was gonna be, but carousel did it great. Where it's like, we know what this is, we're doing it because it's funny, we're doing it on purpose, we're in on the joke, we're gonna make it funny, but also try to make it like fun. I think Thanks Killing does that, but just not on the same level as Carousel. It it knows what it is. It's funny. It's stupid. There are jokes. There is terrible acting. There is terrible directing. There's a little puppet. It's a demonic demon that's back for revenge to kill people because like for getting Thanksgiving wrong, it's fu- I think it's funny as shit, but it definitely you're right. It's lowest common denominator, and it's one of those that like every year at Shitty Movie Sunday when I'm like, hey, who wants to watch this? A couple people are like that sounds great, and I've never seen it. A couple people are like oh, I've seen it, and I cannot do it again. And I get I get that. I like some some people are like oh, I can't I can never watch that movie again, and I'm like really that one? Why this one? I totally get why you really only have the stomach for it once. Not it's not yeah. the greatest.
0: And Blood Freak, I, I know the creature from Blood Freak. I've seen the pictures of the Blood Freak creature, the turkey monster, mm-hmm. chicken thing. Yeah, it's but like a terrible werewolf
1: that. head, but a turkey.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've seen that movie though.
1: It's not great. It's like a, it's like one of those. Um, Is it Corman? I don't think it's. I don't know if it's Corman or not. But it's definitely Schlockfest from the seventies. It's one of yeah. those like anti. I guess it's kind of anti-drugs, but also like drugs are pretty fun. Like. Uh, it's not exactly like, uh, what's the weed one? Uh, Reefer yeah, Madness. Yeah, it's not like that, but it's that idea of like, this guy took drugs and now he's a Turk, a killer turkey yeah. monster out for blood. <laughs> and I like the funniest thing about this movie for me, okay, was the first time I saw it, I was sick as fuck, puking my brains out. And I don't know if you have this, but the couple of times in my life that I've been sick as fuck, puking my brains out, whatever I was doing around that, I associate with that. So if I was eating a food, it's hard for me to like think about that food without thinking about puking my brains out. So yeah, for this like I this movie, I was so sick. It almost is like I kind of don't want to watch it again because the idea almost makes my stomach get into a knot. You know what I mean?
0: That's interesting. See, most people have that with like
1: tequila or something. You're like Blood Freak. <laughs> well, maybe I haven't. Maybe it's because I don't drink tequila, but I definitely like <laughs> I definitely like think of Blood Freak, and I'm like that was the time where I was puking. My brains out. And I was trying to do it quietly so that I didn't wake my family because I was home for Christmas.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Wow, uh, Blood Freak, interesting. I, there's another one out that like I have not gotten into the Hulu After Dark. You know they did mm-hmm. they did a, a, a bunch of like and they did a movie called Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I, so, I'd be interesting to check those out, but I haven't heard like I've heard good things about some of the movies, but not enough good things about all enough of them. Well, so I can I don't tell know.
1: you the first. 20 to 30 minutes of Pilgrim is boring as shit. Mm, I've watched it. I watched it like about, I don't know, almost a year ago. And it was like, okay, I get what you're doing. I see that you're setting up these characters. Then the pilgrims come. The movie's about this like family that exchange programs, these pilgrim reenactors, because the town is going to have pilgrim reenactors for Thanksgiving. And there's like a girl who's always on her cell phone and a boy who's her little brother. It's like, very, like, like we keep saying, lowest common denominator, like, family unit of the, you know, 2000 era. And it's just, no one's acting like, in my opinion, people. They're all acting like super stereotypes. And this man and woman pilgrim come, but they're like always in character and they're, um, you know they're they're like super super method actors and they're always acting and dressed like pilgrims and i guess murdering or horror shit happens later but it was just like so boring and it was trying so hard to set that up where you're like i've seen movies before i already understand what's happening here what happens next what is the next thing that happens here and it just is taking so long there's there's also if i remember correctly One of those ridiculously lopsided relationships where there's like a really hot girl and a guy that, like, there's no way that girl would tell him, like, what time it was, let alone
0: kissing him. I hate that in movies. That sounds like a movie where they also feel the need to explain why the exchange program's happening when you're like, it doesn't matter. Like, none of this matters. There's so many movies that, like, try to explain why the kid has to go to a foster home. Right, right, right. like, we we do not care about the mechanics to get them there. Start the movie. Right. Like, just, get on yeah, with start the... that shit. And, I, like, yes. it's one of
1: those things, too. Like, I think you and I, very similar, like, when you watch different, like, a, a movie called Pilgrim about that, we don't fucking need to know everything. Just start the killer Pilgrim shit. But yeah. I understand that if you're making a movie, you might not think that and you want to make the movie. Okay, fine. But that shouldn't be 20 to 30 minutes of your 130-minute movie.
0: Yeah. You need to find, yeah. Uh, there's so many times where you watch a movie and suddenly you realize like, oh, I'm watching them set up an exposition that at the end of the day doesn't, doesn't matter, matter. Doesn't and matter. Like, I don't care about
1: yeah. it. But I, it, like, you're right. Doesn't matter is the worst part. What,
0: like when you're watching a haunted house movie and they have to show you so much of the family moving into the haunted house. And it's like, <laughs> I don't. Whoa. Like I, we've all moved. Why you had to move, why you're here doesn't matter. Literally, here's what has to happen. The lock turns. The door opens and the family goes, man, that was a long drive. Moving sucks. And everybody goes, got it. I got it. I get it. You moved. You moved here. You moved in. This is in. not where you Let always the haunting live. Begin. This is new for you. I see the box in your hand. Got it. Yep. Got it. And and there's so many ways to telegraph a huge chunk of story in like one line. Mm. Oh, man. But I've uh, been watching The Mandalorian. That's been great. We can't. I can't wait to do A Mandalorian. When this season's done, we have got to get Kyle Yeah, Lark we got to get our, our, b- our boy
1: Kyle. That's our Mandalorian um, professor. He'll come back and- <laughs> He's chomping at the bit too. I am. It's Sunday. Oh, I bet.
0: After this latest episode, I bet he's like,
1: I got to get on. So let's. Okay, without spoiling, because I am two episodes behind. But. Oh, God. Dude. dude. Facebook is ridiculous. People are spoiling shit
0: nonstop.
1: And I can't. I can't believe it i like and I've, I've i'm sure
0: you've seen i keep posting stuff. have you never been on social media but i like, just that's what happens people do it on purpose because they're jerks remember you used to spoil shit just to spoil shit yeah <laughs> it's
1: funny <laughs> it's really funny you you i remember watching heroes one day in our apartment and i was so into it and you walked in and you were like oh did you get to the part i was like "Rumi, don't tell me anything and you said no, I just want to know. I was like, Rumi, seriously, I don't want to know anything. And you were like, I'm not going to spoil anything. I just want to know if you got to the part where they go to the future yet. I was like, motherfucker, I have not gotten there yet. Now I know they go
0: to the future. Now you have spoiled the future for me. You're like, what? I, How did well, you not know they go to the future? That's the plot of the show. Of heroes? Yes. The whole thing is they go to the future and get a premonition. That's like in, well, you don't watch trailers, but like that that's like the plot no, of the show. No, there was one that's episode like the- that
1: was like the future where they go to the future and they're there all episode and they see themselves and other characters in the future, and uh, then, like, they, that is, like, a reveal see, where they understand the you, world.
0: Your life. definition of spoiler is way higher than mine. Well, because I, I that, want, to me, no th- you know who, who the worst is? Barry. Did you get to the part where they got on the boat? <laughs> it's like I, like, I don't even want to know, because now I know there's a boat. <gasps> oh, damn it! Oh, I don't know oh anything. there's a boat! <laughs> uh, it's so so dumb. But, like, I, I, See, I like, <laughs> I like a certain level of, of spoilers. Like, when you were describing last week, you were describing the movie Freaks or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, That I like enough to be like, what's on the back of the book to bring me in to watch it, but I don't wanna know like the big twist or like, you know, the boat sinks or he gets crucified and comes back or whatever. See like for me, freaks
1: that little tidbit that I said I watched on Netflix, like that Netflix started playing automatically, it hooked me like crazy because it was great. But I usually don't like that much information. I want less information because I love watching a movie not knowing anything. But at the same time, how would I have ever watched Freaks if I didn't see that little thing?
0: The few times that I've had a zero you know, introduction to a movie, I've had zero into it. Um, the Matrix was one of the biggest pleasant surprises. But most of the time, I don't care. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. The the one The one that I hate, and trailers are the worst nowadays because it used to be trailers were trailers and they teased you enough to get right. you in the movie. It was a 30 nowadays, it's like, thing. Yeah is here's the entire movie here's every death scene that's going to be in the movie right. if it's a horror movie um here's you know the shot of them kissing at the end so you know they live and you're like all right and like i hate when i'm watching a movie and i'm just waiting for the moment that i saw on the trailer
1: yeah but you ever have one of those and it never comes
0: they do that more often now where like especially like deadpool does it on purpose which i think is great i well i know ones that have done it just for, for like
1: they that was in the movie it was going to be in the movie and then they changed it during production yep. at some point i've seen that before it's like wait where is that? There's one, too, for uh, 28 Weeks Later. That was the sequel, right? Yep. There's You know yep. the one from there, right?
0: Uh, with the tank?
1: No. There's one from there where it's um, Hawkeye, and there's a scene in the movie where they have a car, and the car won't start, so he's got to push start it. So he's pushing Jeremy Renner? Yeah. Jeremy Renner? Jeremy Reiner, Renner? Renner, Renner. Renner. I forgot about that guy.
0: I got J-Ren. J-Ren. What's needs up, to my get dude? I him on the show. Remember when he started his own social media platform just so he could hang out with his fans, and people ruined it. What the heck did the guy?
1: Because <laughs> we, we we would have taken that seriously. We just yeah known his name. J-Ren, get on the show. But in the in the trailer, he's pushing the car, and it like leaves with it. In the trailer, you have no context, but he's pushing God. Spoilers, Rumi. And as he pushes the car, he stops pushing it and then just waves as the car goes away and they leave him. And that's in the trailer. In the movie, he does that, but then there's a. A huge firebomb that explodes and he gets engulfed in flames. So it's just this giant flame wall. Oh, because planes are dropping napalm. That's what happens. So he's yeah. pushing them so that they could drive away from the napalm drop zone. And he just gets firebombed. And that happens in the movie. So you don't see their You don't see it in the in the trailer. You don't see him get flame on.
0: Well, I I get why they might not show somebody die immaculately in the trailer. Yeah.
1: Well, you're not supposed but, to,
0: but Yeah. Ugh, trailers are stupid. They used to be like we've gotten really good at making good trailer, like really exciting ass trailers, but they ruin everything. We as humanity? Annoying. Yeah. Yeah, human beings have gotten to a point like I love watching old trailer DVDs and old trailers are crazy because they're like she's a little girl possessed by a demon. He's a priest. Who's confused about his faith? Will they clash in an epic, you know, proportions right. when the devil comes to town? And you're like, oh, I don't know. Better see that movie. Like, they set <laughs> it up. There's a lot of voiceover. They really, like, make you, they leave questions. They ask you a lot of questions. Should you go in the basement? Don't go in the basement. <laughs> don't answer the phone. Keep telling yourself, it's just a movie. And you're like, wow, stop telling me to do so many things. <laughs> you know the Boss of me trailer? Yeah. <laughs> trailer, screw you. I'm not seeing the movie just on principle. Um, I watched a bitchin' fucking movie, dude. I watched one of my favorite movies of 2020.
1: Okay. Possessor. Yeah, you do have a big boner for this. Tell me. Tell me. Tell I me do.
0: It. Let me try and do it as an old trailer.
1: Okay, but don't tell me what to do.
0: She's an assassin stressed at work. He's a low-level employee who happens to be dating the boss's daughter. Hmm. Her target? His boss. See who's in control. In Brandy Cronenberg's Possessor. This movie is so good. It's so good, dude. Uh, it is about a woman whose job is to be digitally implanted in people's brains. They basically like kidnap people and they implant her consciousness into their brains. She's inside this like mask machine, sort of. Her body's in a in in the office. Her head's inside this machine, and digitally, it's somehow transmitting her consciousness into this person's body. And while inside these bodies, she's Hired to assassinate people. She's an assassin. Fucking cool. It is really violent in a way that I haven't seen in a movie in a long time. It's gory. The gore is really well done. Very practical, very intense. There's a lot of practical effects in the movie that are very intense. Um, I recommended it to a friend and he was like, dude, the 30 minutes were first 30 minutes were so boring. I I turned it off. I'm like, what? First thirty minutes. Spoiler alert: There is a stabbing that was so fucking brutal. I haven't seen anything like it in a long time.
1: That means your friend is really used to stabbing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he's passe, like, oh, but yeah. stabbing's passe. Stabbing passe. <laughs> it was so good. I-, I thought it was fascinating. Basically, she she is inside this guy's body and starts losing control. And there's moments where he he has control. There's moments where she has control. They're fighting internally about it. Uh, It's Brandon Cronenberg, so there's a lot of body horror going on, a lot of weird images. And it was just so well done. It's it's definitely not fast paced, but I wouldn't consider it slow. It definitely keeps is you it going. Is it American? And it's in English. It's Brandon Cronenberg. Okay. I don't know if he's British or not. Yeah, that, that's why that was
1: my question. I'm not sure if he is either.
0: It, it it yeah. It's a it's in English. It everybody seems to be speaking English. I don't know what city it technically takes place in, but it's in the future. Mm. F- future America. Who they, it's undescribed. <laughs> they don't really say. Why are you so concerned whether it's American or not? You don't want to read I'm proud subtitles. Of my country. USA, USA.
1: Yeah, and so you said there are there is some body horror. You could tell it's a Cronenberg movie, even though yeah, you can tell it's just
0: rather joint. You can tell it's it's a Brandon Cronenberg joint. You know the DNA is there. Uh, but I love somebody's did this interview with him, and he's like, "Look, I make the movies I want to make, and if people want to make connections to my father's work, that's fine. I'm 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 proud of what he does too." Mm -hmm. And I thought that was such a great answer, but it's like, dude, you're obviously your father's son. You're making all this like body horror, like weird shit happening. It's cool. It's really cool. But like I said, like it is gory and oh man, Rumi, this is getting into spoiler territory, but you and I, you know how we love when a movie fucks a kid up. Oh yeah. This movie fucks a kid up worse than I've ever seen before. Worse than Dr. Sleep.
1: I haven't seen Dr. Sleep yet.
0: Maybe not as like prolonged or like intense, but it fucks a kid up in this movie. It
1: is. Now, let me ask you, Whoa. without turning this into Whoa. a baby podcast, did watching the kid get fucked up, was it different for you now that you have a kid, or you just were like, hey, this is a fun movie and I don't care?
0: It's a movie and I don't, I don't care. care. Watching Blood Rage has a baby that's in peril, and they keep trying to hide the baby and protect the baby, mm-hmm. and that that was a little... Because that's a baby. This is a kid. This is like a 10-year-old boy. Fuck that kid. <laughs> yeah. The, the the baby had me a little more like, hmm, man, I, I don't want my baby to be in peril. like mm. It definitely... There is... Was more of a reaction to like, oh, I don't want bad things to happen to you, kiddo. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it definitely puts that in a bigger start, a more stark contrast than usual. But um, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to get that. Like, unless there's a movie about like hurting a baby, then you
1: know. oh, you never watched Baby Hurt? <laughs> it's not American.
0: <laughs> it was so boring the first thirty minutes. I had to.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the stabbing was not enough to keep my interest. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I can't. I cannot recommend this movie more, man. It is good sci-fi. It is crazy body horror, super weird, super pretty violent, really gory. I liked it a lot. Well, talking about sweet
1: ash trailers, I watched a movie that has some amazing ads, including radio ads. Now we've talked about this before. I don't remember how the delineation was, but we talked about Italian horror movies with our buddies over on the Test Pattern Podcast, Tab and Jacob. But I've been in like a little bit of a of a Italian horror here. There's a lot of good stuff on uh, Amazon as well as Tubi. And yeah. I bought Tenebrae. I just bought Bay of Blood. I bought Nightmare City. And I've been cruising through those as well as a bunch on Tubi. And uh, I watched Bay of Blood, which is also called Twitch of the, the Death, Death Nerd, Nerd, which has got to be the greatest. And it's one of those things. Every time someone says that, they say it's the greatest title they've ever heard.
0: And it is. I yeah.
1: defy you to come up with a better fucking title.
0: Why would you ever call it Bay of Blood? Well, at least Why? Bay of
1: Blood is like a it's it's about a bay and there's a lot of murders that happen there. So like, okay, I get that. There was another one the, called
0: Not um, enough nerves. Not enough nerves as main characters in that movie for you? There was another there was another title
1: that they had called like Crimson or something like that. I forget what it was, but it was it was not as it was not nearly as good and it had no it was one word. It had nothing to do with anything. But if you guys haven't listened to our, our Italian horror episode we did it with another podcast that also has two other hosts. We talked about half of the movies we watched on their show and a different selection of movies on our show. If you haven't listened to those, you really should, especially if you've never really checked out Italian horror. Because we talk about some of the big ones and also some of the coolest ones. And it's a really good, I think, checklist to kind of get you started in Italian horror. And Italian horror is fucking awesome. Um,
0: it's crazy. I'm not going to And we into, did a like, separate... Good, good. We did a separate one for Nightmare City, which is a really cool like sort of a zombie movie. Would you call it zombie? Yeah, I would. Even though it's like it's sure. the same thing
1: as like 28 Days Later. It's like, well, what do you, yeah. you know, how do you call this? They're
0: maniacs that? with oatmeal on their face. Right. And what but it's the
1: best one. We'll we'll get to that. I'm not going to talk about the differences between Italian and and um American cinema specifically, but like check them out
0: real quick. This week, the star of Tenimbre and the co-writer of Spirit died. She just were they in the same away. car? It's the same person, Ruby.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought there was two different people. I was like, oh wow, two people died
0: from the same movie. Never mind, <laughs> no, My joke's not as funny that way. Your dad is shaking his head. He was not. He did not. He was not picking up where you're putting down. He was saying, he's saying, "Mama, me." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, listen to our episodes if you want to hear more about Italian horror. And I do like we obviously push our episodes, but we think we're really funny. But I think these are actually pretty informative too, and it's fun. Again, if you haven't really like thought or or know about the differences between the two um, countries and how they did horror in the '70s and '80s, it's, it's worth a listen. But anyway, um, Bay of Blood is fucking awesome because it. Oh, and I won't go into too much detail, but Bay of Blood opens. That's the one that opens with the old lady in a wheelchair, puttering around like an empty house. She looks out the window and she's sad. She wheels away and a noose comes down and chokes her to death out of her wheelchair. A killer kicks the wheelchair away from her. Then he like starts to clean up the scene. He looks outside and we see him do this. He looks outside to make sure that nobody has heard him. He comes back in and he's about to grab the body and someone starts stabbing him in the back. And you're like, well, wait, there's a double murder. The murder just got murdered. And it just goes from there. And it's one of those movies where there's just murder, murder, murder. And at the end, uh, I fucking defy you to figure out who's doing the killing. And then it also has like a surprise ending, which I'm not going to give it away. I think we talk about it in the other episodes. So if you want it ruined, go to listen or go to the other episodes and we'll 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 reveal it there. But um it's just so awesome. It's got some really creepy scenes in it. A scene of a woman swimming in a bay, so like in a lake naked, and she gets her foot caught in a rope. You remember this part? Yeah. And she starts like pulls. pulling on the rope, and we yeah. see under the water, and we can see a body attached to the rope. And it—I don't usually get squeamish or like creeped out by movies, but this scene definitely does it for me. And then the body pops up to the surface and is floating towards her naked body, and we see it, but she doesn't. And you're like, "Oh my god, that naked shriveled body is going to touch her naked body!" Ugh, and it does, and she freaks out. It's it really really good. Some really good effects. This movie is actually credited with giving Friday the 13th Part 2 the inspiration for the double uh, the double impalement through the bed with the spear. The Friday the 13th, people say that they never saw that uh, I call him.
0: bullshit. I mean, yeah, it's I exactly call bull the bullshit. same. But
1: I, two people can have the same idea, but either way, this was done first, and it was done well. There's a really good odd knife that they use multiple times, and there's a guy who gets a the good... Bill hook, in the bill hook, yeah. And he gets it to the face pretty hardcore.
0: Well... And also in Friday the 13th Part 2, the bill hooked to the face of the guy in the wheelchair rolling down the steps.
1: Yeah, but they never saw that.
0: (laughs) There's also a a really cool
1: part of this girl, like naked chick trying to seduce this guy, and it cuts to his hand touching her, and then it cuts to like a seductive look on her face, and it smash cuts to a guy biting the face off an octopus.
0: (laughs) Remember that cut? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh man yeah and there's a couple scenes with octopuses where like this guy's like i found a dead body and he pulls off this tarp and it's like an octopus crawling on a dude's face it's so gross
1: it's really it's really fun it's really good um the act i watched the dub uh the dub version the acting is really yeah. good the dub is really good and it's one of those like the kills do mario come- baba yeah right? yeah yeah The kills do come out of nowhere it's really fucking fun um, we mentioned Nightmare City. Nightmare City is a zombie movie that, um, spoiler alert, like it
0: opens and talk about. We have a whole episode about it. We have a whole episode about it. And it's like a mo- it's one of those
1: movies that does not. It does not explain who everybody is. It does not give you a forty-five minute backstory about everything before shit happens within the yeah, first like jumps ten right minutes. The a plane in. lands, and all these people are like, "Who's in this plane?" Because it wasn't supposed to land. They're all standing around this plane, and the door opens, and all of these w- weapons wielding zombies come running out and just decimate all these army guys investigating this mysteriously landed plane and it just goes from there and it's like fucking exercise exercise girl show they're like taping an exercise show and the zombies get loose on set and start ripping people up but they're just they're they're eating people but they're also killing them with weapons it's just like a melee of a movie really 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 fun um and i bought both of those movies on arrow so i watched all the um the special features involved they had i didn't watch the commentaries but they had some really interesting interviews and some really interesting commentaries and stuff about it. Um, I highly recommend those movies. Faux show.
0: Yeah, we gotta I I gotta get a copy of Nightmare City. I love that movie. Um
1: get the I also watched is my opinion get the arrow one it's one of those is ones that... that like it's non-region but it, it does it does play on my thing so i'm always worried about that shit
0: yeah I'm, that's why arrow is tough for me because i mean well, they release shit on that's only like...
1: for overseas they release shit that's yep. only for america and they release shit that's for everybody you know so it's like uh, you gotta like be careful read reviews and shit before you buy that stuff but yeah i always want the i best don't
0: know one. why dvds and blu-rays especially it's like Why can't we get that shit together? Why can't we standardize that shit? That seems like an easy thing to do.
1: Yeah, I agree. Thanks, Obama. Probably.
0: (laughs) 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 I also watched the Disney Lego Star Wars Holiday Special because I just needed something so mindless and light. Um, It's more for kids than I would have hoped. It to be, but I laughed at it. It had some, it had some parts that made me I laugh. Heard it's it's was definitely good. better better than the first holiday special Star well, Wars see, did. I
1: had a screening of that with some friends right before, not right before lockdown. I guess it was like a year ago. And I'm going to watch the new Lego one on a Zoom movie night with those same people. We just haven't coordinated it yet. Um, so I haven't seen it yet, but I heard it was fun. I heard it was good.
0: It has a Max Rebo cameo that I love. And they even made a joke like, who still listens to Max Rebo? And I nice. was like, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I love me some Max Rebo. Um, It's got some good bits to it. There are definitely some funny parts and some clever Star Wars jabs and a couple pretty good, pretty clever Star Wars references. But overall, I think it's a little more childlike than I would have wanted it to be.
1: How about the kills? Is the gore good?
0: I mean, the stab in the first 30 minutes didn't hold my attention, so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And Star Wars Holiday Special 2 ripped off the double bed impale.
0: The double lightsaber (laughs) bed (laughs) impale, yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: So there's this part where Chewbacca is sitting in some sort of holodeck chair watching sexy Wookiees. And then all of a sudden nice, the killer nice. comes up with a lightsaber and right through, right through both of them. Nice. All of them right through the, right through the goggles. I watched that. The face. I'll say right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, And, you know, I'm getting ready to watch a bunch of holiday movies, man. I I do enjoy some good Christmas movies. I love Christmas horror movies. I love regular Christmas movies. We just did Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And man, that just kicks off the holiday season right, man. I do do enjoy that one. And, man, I can't wait to watch Christmas Story and Scrooged and a bunch of good stuff.
1: Can I just tell you, and this is like, uh, I'm going to confess, I admit this, uh, Christmas Vacation doesn't really do it for me. That's
0: fine. Oh, okay, I had good. never watched it as a kid. Yeah, see, same with so, me, and I think that's why. But I watched it, started watching it as kind of a holiday thing with Kate and I, and I enjoy it. I do really like some of the bits in it. I think it's pretty funny, but it is one of those movies that's like a bunch of non-connected scenes. But this yeah. is one of those movies that, for a movie that is a bunch of non-connected scenes, does a good job trying to connect them. Mm. So I, I, I dig it. I dig it. It's, I definitely it's agree funny. That It's funny. Not...
1: I see why everyone... I think it's like if I had grown up with it, I definitely would be more attached to it, but I didn't, so yeah. I'm not. And it's like, I think it's fine. I don't really care about Chevy Chase. I'm not really a Chevy Chase fan. I'm not against him, but not a fan. It's just, it It was never one of my staples, and I already have such a huge stable of staples yeah. for Christmas that like, I, and it's this is not good enough for me to have to add to that. Um But I guess you know what? I guess before we wrap up, speaking 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 of Christmas, what do you what do you think we should do like for the show? What do you want to what kind of episodes? Like you want to brainstorm for a minute and just kind of talk about what we want to do?
0: I I had a couple ideas. Let's throw them out there. And guys, this isn't locked in stone. So don't get mad at us if we're like, hey, we're gonna do this like Santa Butthole episode, and you guys are like, hey, I'm mad when that doesn't happen. So don't worry. Some of these might happen, some of these might not happen.
1: Well, I'm gonna (laughs) Uh, say from this from the straight from this from the get-go here, we've done a bunch of Christmas horror. We've deconstructed yeah. some Christmas stories, uh, some Christmas songs. If you guys yeah. have not yet uh, heard those, check those out because we try to do some holiday stuff every year and we really actually we're proud of them because we like those. Um, but what about um what if we just We do, did like, Elf
0: on the Shelf last year? That oh, was Oh, really that's funny. right.
1: What if we do like our, our, some of our actual favorites? Like I don't think we've ever done like straight Christmas. Like we'll be funny about it, I'm sure. But not make fun of it. I mean, not um, not shitty movies, not not horror movies. But like, what are some of our Christmas? What are some of the ones that oh, we grew up? Oh, just
0: like get to talk about Christmas story yeah, for once. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorites for sure. And I have a couple. One more of my favorites. Yeah. Ones, but like, yeah, maybe we talk about the, the 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 Christmas movies that we grew up with. I guess would be a good way to kind of frame. It. What do you think about that? one?
0: I'm down. I don't know if I really grew up with a lot of Christmas movies because um, you were
1: Jewish and you had Hanukkah. Hanukkah movies then?
0: I was not, but <laughs> you know, not nothing against it. Racist. I, I are there any Hanukkah movies? No, I haven't seen any.
1: Um, I guess Young Frankenstein.
0: I mean, obvi- obviously they're Hanukkah movies, but I have not seen. them. I don't know that there is. Let's 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 look into that. If there
1: are Hanukkah movies, let's watch them and do an episode on that. But
0: I mean, if. Adam Sandler has made Eight Crazy Nights.
1: Which is Ugh. I I guess we could do that. I haven't seen it. Neither have I. But we could, but there's one. There's one right there.
0: Okay, there's one.
1: <laughs> oh That's we should terrible. make a horror movie, Menorah Massacre? <laughs> That would be awesome. I just came up with that. How about we do that?
0: Oh, I mean, I, it, it's ripe because we'll get in trouble. People will call call you, be say you're an asshole. Get in trouble eight from, times. From, <laughs> eight crazy nights. I'm half Jewish, um, yeah. so as
1: long as I have, I make half the movie. It's fine.
0: I agree. I think that's a great idea. Let's do some some. Let's just do a holiday movie one. I think that'd be good. Okay. I I want to do one where we make up the holiday version of like a holiday special for certain franchises. Like I really want to. Pitch to you the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Christmas.
1: Now, is this a sequel to a movie, or is it like the Star Wars Holiday Special, where it's like a TV show special?
0: You can make it any way you want.
1: So, just if, essentially if like, take to one of our favorite film? franchises and add a holiday yeah. to it. Does it have to be yeah, Christmas, t- Hanukkah holiday, or it could be any holiday? Christmas, right? I mean, well, well, well Kwanzaa—that's fine too. But like, but a holidays, holidays, not Thanksgiving, holidays. Not yeah, holidays. December. Okay.
0: No, it's December. We're, okay. Yeah. Since it since this will be in December, I think we should do a like holiday special pitch meeting where we talk about like <laughs> you know how to do like I said Texas Chainsaw Massacre's Christmas special. Okay, the whole time. No, no, I'm not going to tell you. Save it for the episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay. You guys don't know how many times Rumi and I have a conversation off air where we stop each other We're like, no, no, no. Wait, tell me on the show because I wanna I wanna respond to it organically on the show. We don't want to hear your bullshit now. So there's two good episodes right there. Well, we think they're good.
0: <laughs> they're gonna be great guys. Um,
1: I would I mean, every year there's more schlocky shit comes out and now there's even more streaming services. So I would think there's gonna be even more Christmas horror. So maybe we we look at what new horror Christmas ones we haven't talked about in the past. I think yeah, we've be pick tough. the good ones. I don't think there's gonna We're be cherry pick good the good ones. ones. We're gonna
0: start getting into the garbage. Yeah. Um, I think I can, I, I know there's a killer Santa that I have not seen and I might try the, Which uh, Hulu. I think it's called not a creature with stirring or oh, good luck with it, that. I don't, there is, there is one called that. Good luck. Why bad?
1: Not good. <laughs> Ugh, Your interest won't be stirring.
0: What's the one with uh, Santa Claus with a flamethrower? Oh, silent night. I think that that's another one I haven't seen.
1: You probably will like that. I watched it once by myself and didn't, I wasn't into it. And then we watched it for Shitty Movie, and everybody loved it. And I. Think I didn't give it a good enough chance the second time because I didn't like it the first time. So I think I need to like stop being a baby and like it a little bit more. But it was it's it's definitely worth the watch. It's fun. You know what you're getting into. You know.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I'll have to give that a shot. We'll see. Yeah, I definitely think we could find a couple more horror movies that we haven't seen. Um, you know, how many times can you make a movie where some kid's mom bangs Santa Claus? He catches them and murder. Are you asking soos. hypothetically
1: or literally? Because I know the answer is at least seven. <laughs> it's at least seven from my experience.
0: If you got one more of those, you could have eight crazy nights. <laughs>
1: All right. Can you thing. imagine,
0: like, if we just did every night for a week, we watched Killer Santa Claus movies?
1: I would totally do
0: that. I mean, I essentially do. I mean, I I usually do. Yeah, not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, those sound like some good episodes, man. There's at least three in there, and I'm sure we'll get one more. But yeah, we'll do we'll do some holiday stuff. Some holiday specials. We gotta do our own holiday special. That will be the holiday special episode. It'll be the launchpad podcast holiday special where we just remember all the other holiday we specials. We wear sweaters and we
1: drink cocoa while we talk about mm. our, our, our whatever the topic is. Eggnog. How funny would that be if we had like, because I know that this is not how podcasts work because we've been doing podcasts for years, but how cool if we were on like a little like living room set and then all of a sudden it was like, bing bong! And you're like, who could that be? And we open the door, it's Kelly Jones. You're like, it's Kelly Jones.
0: <laughs> Zeb Wells. <laughs> it's bing bong. Uh-oh. So, Someone's coming down the chimney. I'll be you at the garage. That's what Zeb Wells would be, <laughs> but we have it the garage set up like a manger and he's like he's dressed like he's dressed like Joseph oh damn, and uh. our babies are our baby Jesus'es <laughs> we got fun. baby two baby jesus' g i two baby, yeah two js i I like it. <laughs> Well, I hear my little G's having a fit, nice. so it's probably good enough time as any. Good luck. Let's blast this thing off, dude. All right, man. All right. Three, two, one. <laughs> All right, guys. We've been the Rocketeers. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod and our website, launchpadpod.com. If you have a holiday horror film or damn good holiday movie that you think we should talk about on our Christmas holiday episodes, let us know. Tell us on that social media. All right. Till then, we've been the Rocketeers, and we are out.
1: Ignition sequence start.
0: Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine women. Lift off. We have a look.